Wayfarer Zhang and to the Heart of Adventure podcast, episode 26. Last time we left off, our players got to play as the Boars and Pirate Ship crew, which not only gave me a ton of awesome opportunities of role-playing fuel for to know how these pirate characters are going to act in the future, but also allowed us to get an amazing story of them finding an ancient pirate ship, of the ancient pirates who had the mythological pistol weapons. Now, at the moment, we're going to be jumping back to our main heroes, who as of recent have been sitting in this dwarf giant city. Uh, the last thing we saw is that they went through a pit fight to make some coin, and uh, it is yet to be discovered what the rest of the things they'll do on their break before they rejoin with the pirates and discover all the crazy things that have happened. So guys, we're now on a period of time where you guys can be in this town for as long as you want to, and uh, it's up to you guys what you want to do on your break time here. What did I want to do again with the wine and the potions? Yes. Potions. Yeah, you have a bunch of dried up potion dust that came in the, um... Yeah, old potions that we found down, way down under. There's a bunch okay. of dwarves... Uh, Convel grabbed with her treasure collection action a bunch of those stone statues of dwarves. Inside oh, of them yeah, 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 was right, potion dust. Right. Okay. Um, would there be, like, an alchemist or chemist in town that would be able to tell me, like, what these potions can do? Yes, absolutely. Um... If you go ahead and take it to them, they, uh, they'll look at a couple for free, but after that be like, if you're going to show me ten potions here, I'll, I'll take a little bit of money. So, like, for three gold pieces, I can tell you what all the potions will be. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, and Thoradin, just as an aside, you still have a cursed, awesome dwarven thrower. Yeah. You just need to, like... I know that you mentioned this city isn't ripe with, uh, churches, but I would like to try and find one if I could. With enough time, like, if you spend three days in this city, you can get it done. How much is it going to cost me? Armor uh, like It's probably going to be about a thousand gold. That's easy. Yeah? Uh, with the bet that I recently made on my own fight, that's easy. That's a good point. You guys made a ton of gold. So yes, uh, as you go ahead through the town, you eventually find a person. Uh, there, there aren't any, like, holy clergymen or anything like that, but yeah. there is a guy in an alleyway. <laughs> my best friend! Uh-huh. And so, um... <laughs> you got this guy who smells very strangely like horse hair. Like, he has a very pungent sense to him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, throughout the next three days, you just hang out with him, eating, um... This is the guy I'm convinced can fix my hammer, is horse hair boy? Yeah, horse hair boy is really talented. I spent talented. three days with him? You spend three days, he offers you some, like, um, undercooked hot dogs... Uh, and, uh, yeah, you get to really chill out and... Yeah, so, so what's your story? It's a bit long for you, old man. He actually doesn't ever listen to you. He just continues going, for, for like, three days in a row. I'll and... just catch on to that, and I will try and, with the monk in me, find peace in that. <laughs> and try, try and, um, I want to try and, like, spiritually get on his level. Can you give me an insight check? Heck yeah, I can. Here's the nat 20, baby. Hey, it's not bad. Insight? Yeah. Uh, 17. Uh, okay. You're on his level, man. This guy, he's actually had a pretty hard life. He, uh, he, he's actually homeless. It's been a very long journey for him. Um, and you're able to, to connect to this guy at a really deep and passionate level. Not, he, not like PG-13 or anything, but like you, you understand this guy and his, his needs and, and you get to talk about his family and... and and the, the, the daughter And the incredible lost. magic that he yeah. has within him to cure yeah. <laughs> cursed weapons. And, and right before he's about to tell you his deepest, darkest secrets, he says, Hey, it is good. Here you go, buddy. 
And uh, there you go. <laughs> it's completely uncursed. <laughs> Johnny just went over the DM screen to the little piece of paper and handed me the item. <laughs> and there you go. It is it is fully cleaned of any mummy cursed stuff, all that jazz. And uh, he shakes your hand, and uh, your hand is going to smell like horse hair for the next week. Thank you for this, Johnny. It's an amazing weapon. You've just reached an amazing new tier of damage output. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Do you practice with this thing? What does that look like? Duskbringer might have to take a back seat. Duskbringer? I mean, hey, Iron Man went through many mocks of his suit, so you have a new weapon. Heck, Thor literally upgraded his weapon in the Avengers series. Um, so I... Is there... Oh, jeez. I can't, like, go to a training grounds and just throw this thing. Dude, this you're is like a dwarf. relic. Oh, yeah, you really can't. It's probably um, good you found a guy in the alley, because anybody else would have been like, wait a minute, this is like a, yeah. an ancient thing for yeah. our society. Yeah, you're right. So once once he helps me out with it, I want to go out of the mountain. I want to actually spend the last day there camping outside. Uh, in the elements, you know, I, I'll... I, I won't hurt myself, but I will try and be as minimally wearing clothes as possible to really get used to the harshness of the cold. I know we're not in blizzard territory. No, you're right? not in blizzard territory. Um, for the next few days, you'll have pretty average weather. There might be one... On the one day you're outside, it'll be okay. Okay. I, I won't do a fire that night, but I'll spend the whole night um, attuning myself to the weapon and, and getting used to it as a... Kensei. Thornton, what's your first throw look like? So I've, I've been um, swinging with it a lot. You know, getting used to the weight of it, the balance of it, mm. uh, you know, finding the, the inner strength of the weapon. And then I, I find a um, a small tree, and I go up to it with Duskbringer, and I carve an X into it with two slashes, and then I back <laughs> up about 15 feet. Pretty short toss, I think mm -hmm. I can do it. And I chuck the hammer at it. As you chuck the hammer, you feel it wanting to move faster than your throw, and it just propels itself forward into space, going with your muscle. As it flies through, it... I need to attack... That's a tree. You actually don't make attack rolls against inanimate objects, so... It flies through... Do you want me to deal damage, though? Please do roll damage. What is this? So you roll damage, but you don't make an attack You roll? can't really miss... I mean, it is ranged. Range is different. If you were just swinging... Sorry. Do make an attack, yeah. because this is ranged. If you're just hammering down on something right there, no human being um, really misses that. I am proficient with this weapon. I could. <laughs> much. Uh, I mean, it's a 19. 19 yeah. to hit? Okay, damage, please. <laughs> it's extra damage when I throw it. <laughs> and I rolled minimal. Uh, I literally, I rolled two ones on 2d8. Plus? Plus three would be four. Plus strength would bring it to seven. Nice. Minimal damage is seven. You skipped one. You said no. two ones plus three is four. Oh, it would be five. Eight. Right. No, sorry, nine. Because math. Math is hard. It's okay. Nine is my minimum damage. You hear the sound of the metal reverberating through the air. As it smacks into the tree, you see wood chips and sap flying out into the forest beyond as the tree collapses down. And through the brush, your hammer comes back to you. And then I will... Is it a hammer? Am I... Am it I not is. It's it's a it's a warhammer, so it's a D eight normally, okay. or it's a D ten if I do two handed. Awesome. But I can't two hand chuck it, so it. I imagine it's always a D eight when I throw it. Right. I think I think the big deal here is because it's adding an extra D eight of damage in its thrown. I think it's going to be a D eight for regular if thrown. So I throw it with one hand. So it's two D eight. But I can wield it with two if I'm in. Otherwise, it would be a D ten and a D eight, and that just seems funky. Yeah. 
But you can do it. Either way, that is awesome. You can. And I am... You can train for that. Here's what I'll say. You can train to do that later. As a Kensei, I, I think that that would make sense. Okay. But... I think it's the end of your cutscene. We'll yeah, so else. I have attuned to the weapon, and I strap it on my back awesome. as an X across from my d- Duskbringer. I didn't get my potions. I know, yeah, you're in this stuff. I was, I was jumping right back to you. Okay, I knew. Cool. Thank you, though. Yeah. Uh, you're at the Stefanstein Clinic, and... Oh, hello, yes, okay. So I see here that uh, these, are, these are some nice potion dusts. Uh, you have a potion of diminution. Uh, if you drink the potion, your size halves in all dimensions. You become a tiny you. It's great. Uh, I'm already tiny. Multiple potions of healing, a uh, superior healing, some good stuff here. Uh, oh, and there's another potion of diminution. You can go ahead and go all tiny. It's really good. And then there's a potion of stone giant strikes it changes your strength score to 23 for one hour so 23 strength score out of that so yeah just adding wine to these potions and then you'll have a ton of healing potions two diminution which literally shrinks you in size um, makes you uh, weaker damage output um, but you're tiny and so it's kind of a stealth thing more than anything else cool. I always hated that strength potions brought you to an odd number yeah. <clears throat> Feels like a slap in the face. It should just bring you to 22. For these, um, potion of diminution, do you have to drink the whole potion for it to take effect? Or yes. Okay. Most potions have it that way. If you don't drink the whole thing, most of the time either something horrible will happen, because he doesn't smile, or nothing happens at all, and you kind of wasted it, because once you drink the other half, nothing happens then either. So I would not recommend drinking them. So I should no. not make the little eat me cookies from... Well, you can, it just makes sure you have all of the dust in one. In one cookie. The dust is the potion. If you had half the dust, it wouldn't count, but you can put as much liquid or solid as you want. If you want to make edible potions, I've never heard of that before, maybe I should invest. And they always say that edibles make it That's just called a pill. (laughs) (laughs) You're inventing modern medicine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's probably as far as I'm going to go with that. I'll probably spend some time in the city, like, gathering parts to continue my camera process. Mm -hmm. So. Love it. Okay. Um, So continue your camera. Your camera is built. You have a working camera now. I want to simplify it a little bit more. Okay, how so? Um, Just make one that might be a little bit more compact. Something a little smaller and easier to carry. A GoPro? Yeah. Just, just to <laughs> remind you, you were using um, bioluminescent mushroom dust. Yeah, I have some still. I know, but that I'm might 14. come in limited supply. So. I know. Okay. Uh, so you can definitely do that. I just wanted to get on the same page of how you wanted to use this new camera. It, it yeah. would be differently. Yeah. So it's it, just something... Just something smaller that you know travelers could easily carry with them rather you're trying than to make something to sell or something for you to use something to sell that's really cool <laughs> that's what i was looking for thank yeah. you okay um then you'll get started on that uh other three players left over what else are you doing in your downtime i want to spend time in the um in the shadow fell uh, just kind of get used to the darkness yeah because you know like there's there's something that you have to ease to there because it will drain your life over time. So are you spending your whole time there? No, yeah, th- just, I'll just spend okay. my whole time there practicing my my dark tricks and whatnot. Avatar style, getting one with the shadow. Um, after like the, the second day, you hear a voice. And the voice is oh, oh. You only hear this voice in the shadow fell. It's a, a monotone male voice. How can I help? You say that a lot? Yeah. You hear the word deeper, deeper, deeper. Deeper where? 
trap, trap, trap. City, city, city. Indioc. Help, help, help. Elemental? Question mark? <laughs> Question mark is said out loud. <laughs> yes, I say it out loud. Crimson Knights. And, and when I say these words separately, it's almost like he's, you hear this voice trying to say stuff, but it's only reaching your ears in waves. Like it's like some sort of effort is being put to hit your ears, hit your ears, and just these messages are coming through. It says, my brother. The mysterious. I'll do my best. Where do I find you? In the Shadowfell? Yes. Yes. Do I need backup? No one is here. Let me. I trapped me. And left you? Yes, yes. What direction? Deeper. Deep, deep, deeper. I'm coming. Hey, thanks, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> so serious till the end. Anytime. You can make your way through the city at this point. Uh, it's Shadowfall version of an underground city. Pretty spooktacular, if you don't mind me saying. Um, a lot of like. <sighs> Versions of Shadowfell dwarves and the giants are terrifying. Um, they're almost like ghosts. They don't even seem to have full bodies, but it's it's an alien environment, and you're just like, me gonna walk through here. And you actually seem a lot more like you fit in these days, now that you've been here a lot more often. Um, you can even cloak yourself in shadow at the point. When you're when you're in the Shadowfell, you have a little bit more control of that like shadow illusion stuff you've got going on. Uh, and you're gonna just go and start looking, um, and you're going deeper. Let's jump to somebody else really quick. We have Angus, and we have Sheik. What do you get? Who wants to do stuff? Sheik. I didn't have very many plans. That's okay. I don't need many. I just need a, a mental break before I jump back to Nimdiok. <laughs> um. Did you want to research anything? Study some stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, but what do I? Study? I mentioned to you last time the staff of Molarook was something that we know we've heard a couple we'll tellings of. Research that. <laughs> Wonderful. We, Freaking. We, we stop sessions and I forget yeah, everything I know, that I know. happened and then we come I feel back that. like a month later and I'm like, what did I do? Anyway, we'll Sheik, go look at that. Sheik, you hit the books and you discover that the staff of Molarook is an ancient wizard staff. Uh, a staff that has passed hands mainly through death, um, but it has passed hands for almost all of recorded history. The last known wielder or holder of this weapon was um, Zroxan, the Emperor Dragon. And uh, apparently, to what you guys kind of understood from what Zaraxxon explained to you, it was stolen from him by this big old monster made of swords. And we were the distraction, if you remember. Mm -hmm. According to legend, this staff has, like, the power of a wizard in it. Like, it just casts spells all the time. So much stuff is stored in the staff to such a degree that it's kind of volatile and uh, could, could potentially be, like, hazardous if broken. Like, as if you unleash all this untamed magic at once, everybody might be dead nearby. It's like Pandora's box. Or a nuke. Or a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, well. And I will say, just since you're kind of doing the inquisitive investigative thing, at some point during the week, uh, or during the couple of days, you will be able to be... You, you get newspapers at the door of your hotel room. 
And uh, you do get to get some updates on the world out there. <laughs> you love doing this. So the first thing is the headline, Zenfirth's Traveling Circus, continuing its tour of Delmareth. <gasps> the next headline, a monster made of weapons spotted in Storm Mountain. That's where we're trying to go. Near, near where we're trying to go. Um, as you read the subtext, it seems that uh, the one of the big cities out there on the edge of Storm Mountain on the ocean, their teleportation circle, the monster came through it. They tried to fight it off, because obviously that's not a, a legal teleportation that happened, <clears throat> and it just mowed its way through, and then left the city and headed into the storm itself. <laughs> Next headline. The Frightful Fists claim they will kill the ancient white dragon that has been terrorizing the northern expanse of Stolyra. And last headline. Public executions of the Platinum Syndicate members in the Iron Empire were interrupted as multiple cloaked members of the cult got all of their members out of chains and escaped the city. Emperor Dragon, heck a fist. Has What's your sister's name again? Gotten the map yet? Uh, Dipple was supposed oh, to be on yeah, that. Oh yeah, I meant to I'll, I'll buy a map. You want to buy a map? Good, good because guess what I prepared. Great. Libraries are near maps. This map right here. Yeah, sure. Is a map of where you are currently. Bottom corner, Black Wolf Citadel. Um, but this includes a section of Sunless Dominion, Stalyra. And then the entirety of the Kingdom of Storm Mountain. But this map is crazy filled out. This is an updated map. It shows, as you can see in the key, dungeons, caves, forts, campsites. Like these are stuff that are known to exist. Some of which are dangerous, some of which are friendly. You kind of can't tell from the map itself, but this is like a popular cartographer. How much does the map cost? 50 gold. Yeah, like this is sold by the cartographer saying, hey, I kind of went everywhere. Handmade. It's it's a bit expensive. Angus, what you doing here for a couple of days of downtime? I was wanting to take my sword and make it an amantine, right? Yes. And then I was also wanting to put a what something dragon slayer thing. What what did I have? So you guys from your underground treasure, like when you got it from the mummy fight, you have this uh, metal placard that if you strike it with any weapon, that weapon will become a dragon slaying weapon. <laughs> that being said, if you'd like to make that, um, it'll cost, ironically enough, the, the, the raw book says only 500 gold pieces to adamantine up a weapon. Yes, I do that. Bree, you want to know something funny? Because you're wearing that belt, you're considered a dwarf, so you can attune to this weapon. Because it requires attunement by a dwarf. So the three of us are the dwarves... Quote, unquote, It'd be so cool to party. see like an epic boss fight where you throw the hammer to each other, but you couldn't attune to it in no. that moment. But that would be so cool. No, it's like in Endgame. Yeah, I'm getting beaten up, <laughs> and then Sheik just lifts the dormant thrower. <laughs> that has to happen. It'd no. be so cool, but the attunement is the one issue. If, if here, I will say though, can you have two people in in a moment of crisis? There's, there's there's places in the world where you can wiggle wangle how attunement works. Kind of like when you found that golden pond that allows you to come back from one hit point, there are magic places in the world that let you kind of break the rules of D&D. And, are you going to go ahead and take this weapon and strike it onto the, the, the metal plaque? Yes, sir. Okay. Angus, where are you doing this? Where is, where is this moment that you are now magicifying your first weapon? Um, I want to do it in front of everybody. Like, okay. in public. I want to show Out in the, in the street? Yes. This is... I'm going to say it again. I might have... I didn't make that mistake. Possibly a relic of their culture. Oh. They wouldn't know. 
It was locked in a case. <laughs> Fine, I won't do it out in the street. You could do it with your friends around. Yes, I'll do it with all my pals around. Sans Nimdiok, he's on his own. And I'm outside yeah. if this is the last day. Although it might not have no, been the last No, no, he can probably do okay. this in the first day. I'll be around. Alright, you get your friends around. You throw the plaque on the ground. It scatters onto the wood of the hotel room. You wield the weapon above your head, and do you swing down? Um, yes. I, I, I kind of just started describing an epic scene, but you can describe anything you want. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this works. I just slap it, I guess. <laughs> I just, just slap it, I guess. As you cut down hard, it embeds into the plaque, and then the plaque glows. That glow goes up the weapon, and it actually looks like the exact same uh, aura that you see whenever you detect magic. But then that fades into an invisibility, which you could still do if you saw detect magic, but it was visible there for a half second for everybody. And then you remove the sword, and you now have a dragon sling Bridget sword. Awesome. I'll have a one blue uh, dragon scale. I want to take like some nice like rope, put like punch a little hole in the top of the scale, and then tie it around the sword. Okay. So that it, like hangs from it. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's really that's, freaking cool. Yeah, that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, because that's the dragon that we killed in the Dragon Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. So That's was, so cool. What does Dragon Slaying do? It's Dragon Slaying is kind of like the, the same thing he's got with a giant. Like, if he hits a giant mm-hmm. with his weapon, it does extra damage. You do, like, 2d6 extra damage to all dragons. Nice. Which but includes, like, dragon turtles or other things that are just the dragon types. No, if you hit it once, it dies. That's it. That's it. It's. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> dragon Slaying. Right? Hello everyone, it's your editor-in-chief and lore dump lover, Thomas, here to exposit this episode's table talk to you. Thank you to everyone who assisted BattleBards with their survey last episode. I have high hopes that it will bring them loads of good information from many sources within and without the community to assist them in making a better platform for discovering, listening to, and sharing and enjoying more of these types of shows. If you made a pit stop by their website and were as impressed as I am with their collection of music, effects, soundscapes, NPC voice lines, and much, much more, and want some more of that for your home game, or maybe your next big project or video game, or just something to listen and relax to, then make sure you use our coupon, GREETINGSWAYFARERS, no spaces, at checkout. If you are enjoying the show and are wondering what the best way to get that energy out into the world is, other than shouting out your window, why don't you take a second to drop us a review on iTunes, or whatever podcasting platform you prefer to use. If your platform has none of those, then shoot us a tweet, or post about us on Facebook or Instagram. Just make sure to use the hashtag HOACast so we can find your delightful message. But for now, that's all the fun I have for you, so allow me to return you to the action. Nimdiak, you make your way down the city in the Shadowfell, and um, I need you, well, no check required, because the farther down you go, the louder the voice gets, and the more that you almost sense a direction. He's helping you through here, Rizbul. You're down in the ancient sections of the city, 
which in the Shadowfell are almost cave-like. They, they seem almost natural, unlike somebody who once built it and then, like, it was left alone. It's like, this is... the world is a dungeon or something. And as you go through, you... you actually see very strange footprints on the ground. Kind of like skeleton feet. But they're already past you. They've gone through this corridor already. Can't really tell what's going on with that. As you go in deeper, you see a vault door. And light pouring out from it. <laughs> I am now going to stealthily investigate and go through the door. Okay. Please give me a stealth check. Um, 30. <laughs> yeah, he rolled a 19. So I'm like imagining... I'm imagining almost Elastigirl, where you're just like traipsing on different shadow. things. Like it's just, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. You are like, shadow. like blur. You are the shadow. shadow. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the audience watching this in the movie just sees your blur between moments. Like you go, <laughs> and uh, you creep into the room, and you see an empty room, tiny scant bit of treasure, but no piles see two giant stones that have the same makeup of the idol of bar and bar and uh you see this strange looking pile of if you ever played portal kind of like the companion cubes it's all these strange cube shapes of stone and they're just like stacked cattywampus all on top of each other um it's really weird like a like a uh a pyramid not a pyramid the uh what's the steppy stone pyramid called it's called uh oh, i know this word i hate <laughs> Ziggurat. Yeah. Ziggurat. Yeah, but just made of cobbled together cubes of stone. I don't see anyone? No. And also because you know this as Dominic, there's no pirate ship in this room. Right. In fact, there's no puddle of water either. But again, Dominic doesn't know that, or Nimdiok doesn't know the difference. Right. But there's this giant. But it's just of, a, it's a, yeah. Yeah. It's like a big cave. Yeah. Hey there, Nimdiok. It's been a while. I, uh, I, I, I kind of need some help. And you hear this voice coming from these square stones. Or cubes. How do I help you? Uh, I, I don't really know. But they kind of trapped me in here. The, the stones, they move. It's really weird. I, I just... Here, look. And then you see, boom, like a rainbow pattern come off from the stones. I touched the back wall. That's all I could do. I've tried it for a while now. I need your help. Buddy. Please. What, what colors popped up? It, it, it just kind of rainbow. Just rainbows. Like yeah. It goes, yeah, it just goes okay. through the, the spectrum. Nothing specific. <clears throat> I'm going to try to move one of the stones. Okay. As you move the stone, it starts to move. And then it pushes against you. It's the opposite direction. Blow it up. <laughs> Why is that the solution with you? Every how many time? of these? How many of these stones are around? It's a pile of like thirty. Let me try to move a different one. Yeah, I mean you can continue to try different ones. And at one point, at the very top, you can push, and it rotates, almost around an entire like all these stones gravitate together, and you start to rotate, and then a mist comes out from it. And it floats over to you. 
You don't smell like the one who created me. <laughs> you, you sense this presence in this smoke as it floats around. I'll be sure to tell her you unlocked it. Bye-bye. And it flies out from the hull. And then all at once, the stones, poof, shatter to dust. And there, standing in the center, is a shadow. Rizbol. Starts clapping. It took you like four months! I've been calling you this whole time! Haven't you heard me? It's been a little busy, I have not. Listen, we gotta get out of here. We have to get to your friends, and we have to get a move on. Because big things are happening. And if we're not out of time yet, we're about to be out of time very soon. Nimjok, I need you to understand me when I say this. And his shadowy hands go up and touch you, and you have this cold sensation on your cheeks. Time is no longer an opportunity we have. Theodosan has control of time. Get me to your friends. We have to move now. Okay, and I open up my little pocket portal. Let's go. Zoomp, you pocket portal out. You find your way up to the rest of the crowd. Um, Thordon, how do you get back to the rest of the people after your night of um, good time? I was supposed to be a normal human after yeah, that? After, that, after yeah, what you, you just you, dropped you have to, you have to. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm forcing you. <laughs> forcing your hand. How do I get back? I'm just trying to get everybody back together. They can find you if you'd rather. Um, they can find you outside. I'll be I'll be standing outside the fighting pit again. Thinking about going back in. Think about it for a while. End up turning back around. You see Nimdiok walking next to a shadow. Uh, Nimdiok. Yep. I don't even question it at this point anymore. Like this, this is Rizbul, the mysterious brother. I just went and rescued him from, from? the shadowfell. Okay. <laughs> Theodosin now has control over time. Get the rest of the team. Your guess is as good as mine. Where they are, I've been outside all day. Okay, let's go. All right. I just sort of shut up after that. <laughs> Without too much further ado, you guys can all gather together. Um, and at least all of that information gets expressed. And, uh, you guys get to, for the first time, actually meet Rizbul. When you look at this person, I would like you to imagine that you can see the silhouette of a normal person in three-dimensional space. But as you look at them, all you actually see is the walls behind them as if there was shadow on them. Doesn't matter what perspective you go through. You could be standing on one side or the other. You just see, like, if one of your friends are on the other side, you just see them with a giant shadow on them. This guy is a silhouette. If, he, if you didn't move, it'd be hard to tell that he was 3D. It would just look like a shadow in the room. But that's this guy, and he explains. There's a reason. Listen. The shadow over your home continent, Dralia. That's not just a wall stopping people from getting in or out. As the mysterious my brother tried, he tried getting through in the Shadowfell too. The wall was there as well. Theodosin did something that no one ever thought was possible. He combined the material plane and the shadow plane. Dralia does not exist in the material world or the Shadowfell. He has turned it into a combined version, and I hate to say this, but all of the people you know back home are currently living in a version of their world that has combined itself with the Shadowfell. 
So it's in its own plane of existence. Not only that, as Nimdiok might know, time is weird in the Shadowfell and Feywild. In the Shadowfell, things work on loops. There really is no progress in the Shadowfell. Everything is dulled in emotion. You just see people going through the same routine for all of eternity. The Feywild is opposite. Time is strange, chaotic. You can never understand or expect anything. You might see one thing happen, and it'll never happen like that in the rest of its history. And entering the Feywild can cause you to show up at a very different time in the material plane. You might go in for a minute and show up three years later, or you might go in for a minute and show up a matter of seconds later. Mysterious knew what was going on. He was able to send me a message before he died. Theodosin is using the Feywild and this pocket dimension to control time. He can jump in and out of this pocket dimension by going to the Feywild. This is a strength because he can control everything that happens in Dralia. Dralia is a loop that he can control from the outside by introducing new things through the Feywild. He could be building up an army infinitely. And all the people of Dralia know is that all at once the world went asunder. That golem of swords is one of the many. Theodosin could have already lived through a hundred years in there. The big deal is, is he can turn it off whenever he wants to and re-enter the world and then take over the whole material plane. Now, I know, a little scary, but this is also his weakness. If we can get to the Feywild at all, we can get through. There is no shadow wall in the Feywild for Dralia. We can get to the Dralia version of the Feywild. And if we're there, once we pop over, we'll pop into the combined world. The problem. And he kind of points towards himself. I'm not exactly a master of the Feywild. Well... I am. What you are might actually come in handy. Can you do that to us? It takes years. Yeah. But, yeah. Not helpful right now. No, not really. Sorry. Rizbold, what about the third book? We can only guess at what Theodos is planning, but I'd like to ask you, if you were someone who had connections to the incomparable witness, a being that has been trapped out of every plane of existence by all of the Diether, the greatest powers of the universe, if you had connection and you served that evil creature and you were able to time travel, when would you time travel to? When the... The wishing star. The next wish. The last The wishing wish. star is the only, only uncontrollable force in this universe. So, this takes priority over a book, I imagine. The book is a weapon. A weapon that the Great One can use, and a weapon that the Incomparable Witness can use. We can stop them from having a weapon, and that could be helpful. The question is if we are even capable of stopping the incomparable witness from appearing. If Theodosin has control of this entire continent in a shadow world, we have no idea what he could be doing. He might have enslaved everyone in there and forced them to make that wish whenever they pop out. We have no idea what's going on. So it sounds like theory and make-believe to me. Theory, possibly. But don't discredit it as make-believe. We have a choice to make. We can chase after the book, or we can try to find a way to the Feywild, or both. Technically, we have 38 years until the pushing stock comes through. Uh, but what we don't have if at a time is the time that is being spent through the Feywild. Time still marches on, even though he has control over it, 
He's still bound by time as well, because of the Feywild. He can only do a limited number of jumps through and back. We have to prevent him from being able to get... I don't even know. I'm not exactly a physicist. Last time that we saw the Mysterious, he gave me this amulet. He looks at the amulet. He sees it. Well, that's what protected him. It prevents the eye, the incomparable witness, from seeing you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, however, prevent any of his lackeys from seeing your friends. You will be invisible to them. But the incomparable witness has Theodosin, has Verithiel, and to my knowledge, a few other less powerful beings than them. What about your other brother? I haven't seen Zephyr in a long time. He disappeared long, long ago. No idea what what he was doing. Will he be helping our cause? I'm afraid not. I hope so, but I'm afraid that I might be the last of my family. And in that, the last of the people who are gifted our powers. If he is still alive, would he be hurting our cause? Zephyr wasn't insane. He would never... He wouldn't... He would never. No, no, he... And he just kind of starts, like, sitting back and whispering to himself. Zephyr wouldn't do that, Nimdiok. Zephyr, he's my brother. I know him. He wouldn't turn on us like that. You know, the incomparable witness might be persuasive, but he's... still evil. You have to understand everything he ever says to you is a lie. We need to get to your ship. I know you have one. I've heard the stories. The mysterious told me it was pretty cool. Anyways, we have to get out and make a decision. We go for the book, or we try to find the Feywild, which is a lot harder than the Shadowfell, believe it or not. The Feywild is very, very elusive. I mean, unless you know how a unicorn is, we certainly can't find one. I know how to get to the Feywild. You, you know how to get to the Feywild? Yes, I spent some time training with it. Training with the Feywild? Yes. That's why I am a bard of valor. Or, sorry, glamour. glamour. So you knew somebody who came from the Feywild. I don't think yeah. Angus had any experience, like... Well, I talked a lot about the Feywild. Yes. With them, you certainly know information about it. Yeah. I'm sure I know probably how to get there. Because I spent months training with a dude. I'll tell you exactly play. what you know. Okay. Hell, what do I know? There are places... <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> there are places called Feywild Crossings, which in these days have become incredibly rare. Um, they're places of, like, unkempt nature. So don't expect to find these in the city. But... Places where you see, like, a fairy circle of mushrooms or a magical section of forest. These are areas where if you walk in the right way, step in the right section, you could end up being stuck in the Feywild if you didn't realize it. But uh, you'll probably know that you've stepped into the Feywild with the world looks a lot more like Narnia during the spring. So, like, giant mushrooms? Yeah, you'll start to see incredible fancy fantasy creatures. So we went to like giant mushroom. We were in that giant mushroom forest. No, the giant mushroom forest was not in the Feywild. I just said giant mushrooms. You said yeah. Sorry, sorry. Well, you would he see said stuff a circle like of that. mushrooms okay. in the forest. Okay. I I go, Rizbul. Yes. We're not necessarily alone ourselves. We have friends, big ones. And I look over at Cheek. We might have a duck on our side. Unicorns, even. The little sparkle of what you expect is his eyeline kind of does a few blank blinks and then just tilts his head towards Sheik. Have you... Uh, have, have you partnered yourself with 
the duck of the forest? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. I'm now an official mem- member of the Sanction of the Duck. Don't tell him about me. That's all I can say. Me and my family do not have great terms with the duck. That's okay. These two don't either. Pointing at Dipple great. and Angus. <laughs> and yet We're a bunch of peas in a pod. <laughs> Manics? What? <laughs> Inside joke, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> right, I went to a different school. Yeah. Does, Johnny, <laughs> do I know if Rizbul knows that we have the Imaginatarium? Mm, you do not know if he knows. And, and so after he's kind of finished with that part of the conversation, and I say, we also have a piece of the puzzle. And I'll pull from the pouch on my side. Don't just wait for him to... Wait, so he's on our side, right? We're completely trusting him with our lives and our souls? I mean... I mean, he's not trying to kill us. He grabs the book, and you all died! <laughs> I, I am. Okay. Well, because you're... So, and thus far, Nimdiok has not done anything too bad. You pull out the book. He sees the book. Well, great. Honestly, point one for us. Which one is that? Imaginatarium. And I make a bow up here in my hand. And it's been used. Awesome. Doesn't change the fact we should never let it leave our hands. If anyone steals that from you and gets it to him, he can use it all he wants in that loop. Trust me, I'll be dead before it comes off my body. Perfect. I recommend you keep it out from the open air. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, how big is that case? <laughs> big enough to hold a book. Angus? Yes. Mind if I steal that case from you? I can keep it. I'm not going to... Oh, no. I'm going to keep the book. Why? But I'll also keep the case. No, I'm saying, why do you need to keep the book? I can keep the book safely in the case, because it's my case. I just flex a little bit. Oh, big man, big muscles. Guess what? I pull out my gun. I'm like, oh, look at you. This is this just a little pissing contest, isn't it? Shoot me. You want to prove a point, big man? Shoot me. You're the one flexing your muscles at me. I'm I'm showing how stupid your like your it, your ways you're trying to insult me or not insult me I'm but not intimidate you. me. You're trying to intimidate me with your muscles. Rizbul looks back and forth between the two of you. Kind of leans over to Nimdiok. Are they always like this? Yes. Hey, it's a dwarf thing. Fuck off. Great. He's Fantastic. Right. It's best to stay out. Ignore it. Okay. All right. Listen. Why do you need the case? Between the two of them, the case, book won't go anywhere. <laughs> Is it going to be on either of them? Okay, I'm, we'll see. I'm going to be honest with you. Your mind is a little weak. If someone mind controls you, I'm not. I'm not insulting your intelligence. I'm saying your wisdom. It, you can look at. Okay, look at. You remember when we fought those giants? They controlled your mind. What if someone more powerful than you, than those giants, contact you and then they control your mind, and then we lose that? I'm not insulting your intelligence. I know you're a beefcake of a man. I know you can take a few heavy hits. I just sort of huff silently and hand you the book and walk off. As you hand him the book and you can go ahead and lock it in. I mean, it's probably been open for this entire time, even though it doesn't have a key. You can put it in, close it in, literally a lock without a key. Where are we? In the hotel room. I might have a key for that. Um, As that happens, Rizbul speaks, (laughs) tilts over to you, Nimdiak, and says, So much for over his dead body. Mm. (laughs) Hours. I'm certain. I'm sorry. I have a little sense of humor. Just live it. Sorry, we're in a dire situation and I'm trying to take it seriously. Mr. Shadowman, what do we do next? <laughs> You've given us only more questions and no answers. 
Well, to be fair, I haven't had any answers myself. All we can do is search for a place where a fake crossing happens. I mean, if anything, all we have left is go after the third book, and maybe we can get it on the way, or I don't know, but... To be fair, that's what we were already doing, and then you magically showed up. To be fair, I was actually there for four months and have been calling out to you guys, and I'm really, really happy you found me. You just happened to be here? Of all places. They imprisoned me down here. I want to make an insight check on him. Go for it. That's a three. He seems pretty sincere. The plaques. The giant statues. The, the whatever. The, the, the pillars. Those are a part of a set. A set of stones. Put into place by Barambar himself. Long ago, in the kingdom of Karmatesh, out in those deserts, there was a circular ring of these. Every single stone telling of an event that would be taking place in the future. Three of those sets have already come true. Some of them have still yet not happened. This is the one that I'm worried about. I was trying to get it away from any prying eyes, and also trying to undercover if there was any secrets inside of it. Unfortunately, there was not. Other stones, whatever. There were some secrets that Barnbar had hidden. He didn't seem to hide anything there. They found me. They trapped me. They decided to leave me for dead there. And to be honest, four months without food is not very fun, but thankfully I'm a shadow, so... Okay. The point of the matter is, we have to move anywhere. Staying in one place is only going to do nothing. We have to find new things. I'm in agreement with you on that. Should we go back to where I freed you and, like, check that area out? That is an ancient giant vault. Right. It simply had treasures in it. It's also where I found the statues. The the, the, the walls of prophecy. But there's they no were thing. there. The giants got them long ago, and they put them in that vault. Outside of that, there was... And he kind of flinches for a second. There was a big pirate ship. I don't know where that went now that I think about it. I was too occupied talking to you. Speaking of pirate ship, it's been a while since we've seen the Boar's End. Yes. Yeah, I wanted to meet your little crew. That'd be really fun. They are fun. First step, let's go to the pirate ship. Sounds great. You guys make your way. You pay your final tab. You uh, have the map, right? When you, when you guys get to the front of the hotel, you notice that your tab has a giant list of alcohols that were purchased. I just look at Angus and glare. <laughs> I, I went, okay, I went I, on a binge. I'm sorry. I'm going to pay for it. Okay. I mean, at least two of those ales are mine. Yeah. You guys leave the giant dwarf city. You make your way out, and you walk that's, down the mountainside. such a fun thing to say. The giant dwarf city. <laughs> you look back, and you see the huge sword embedded in all this dragon bones hanging around. And uh, you go back to this um, area between different stones where the pirate ship was, and it's not there. Can I try and see if there's tracks? Or no, I'll ask, I'll ask Dipple. Yeah, the, I'll, the tracker. I'll do that. No roll required. You see tracks. Great. It's it's under a few days of snow, but it's head out. You guys go ahead and start following the tracks. You make your way down. You see a lot of dead cobalts on your way. A lot. <laughs> you actually saw one that got run over. And then um, you make your way and you see the ship is actively being loaded with its... 50 knot number of like load of gold they have built 
They've built an entire system at this point. There is five main ropes that head down into the cavern, and each of these ropes had other ropes and pulleys set up to them, and the pirates are hauling in uh, a good, like, truck bed size of gold each haul. Um, it takes like an hour to get a single haul up there, but they are working heave-ho. Oi, lads! <laughs> Great score! Aye, Captain! And then uh, Red Cheek, he jumps down from the ship, holding a rope, swinging down landing. Captain, I got a little bit of good news for you. He pulls out a pirate pistol. We ran into one of Halbash's pirate ships. The Undead Mermaid. It was wonderful, Captain. We got their guns. We got these. And he pulls out a hexagon-shaped gold coin. Mm. And we got gems to spare. Are they haunted? Eh, probably not. Uh, but I will say, um, we we kind of actually interacted with the crew of the ship. They were not like normal undead. I don't know. They, well, let's just say that a bunch of skeletons might have escaped into the world and might have been partially because we shot cannons at the door of the vault and might have been a big old deal, but none of us died, Captain. I, I just sort of everything. cough when he says cannons. <coughs> cannons? I, Captain. I think you are a race. I want to show you the myth itself. And as you turn around, you see the ballistas are side by side with cannons on the boar's end. How many cannons? I mean, considering they were able to... The, there were six on the ship, and then... There were six tied... on one side. I saved two, which means eight. Yeah, there were six on one side. You have enough cannons that you can put... I will say this. A lot of cannons were broken, completely shattered mm -hmm. all the way through. Totally. I can repair them. Also. Totally agree. Three cannons per side of the ship. Three cannons. So six cannons in total. Six okay. cannons in total were good enough and possible enough to lift out of the cave. Bring the crew here. Only say something. The crew gathers around. They all step out. They all did a great job. I feel like you should get paid a little more as a little raise. I think you should take another portion for everyone's cut. Captain, we counted out the gold. You don't need to give us more. One portion for the crew, one and a half portion for Quartermaster. You all get your one portion as well for being part of the crew. Captain, latest count, not exactly accurate, but latest count is 40,000 gold. <clears throat> Captain, you don't have to give us more of a cut. Our portions are enough. I'm sorry, you said 40,000 gold. Plus or minus, we don't really know how much the gems are worth. Good fucking job. <laughs> Captain, it be my pleasure. Now, you are captain. I get one and a half portions. Yes. You get two. Get, That's the spoils of being captain. I get 80,000 gold. No. No, 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 that was the total. 40,000. No, 40, oh. <laughs> that was the total. Okay, I was confused. I'm like... Pirate portions are huh? weird, but basically it's like okay, you have full so... portions, double portions, and like the captain gets double portions, okay, yeah. quartermaster gets one and a half, and then yeah. everybody else just yeah, gets I can, like I one. Yeah, I can do the math. It's split equal. Captain? Where are we sailing off to? Oh, and by the way, there was these weird stone statue things. They looked like the idol of bottom bar. I didn't know. It was weird. There was some pictures and... How are you going down there? You thought you might want to know. Yeah, I, that's where I just was. What? 
weirdly enough. I was just there. That's how I got Rizbul. He was trapped down there. Rizbul kind of does like a double tech. But I came from the Shadowfell. So let's go check it out, I guess. Is there anything down there you saw? Uh, I mean, we got pretty much all the treasure we could haul. Anything else? Uh, it was a bunch of weird cube things. We touched it a few times, and it was rainbow. And we didn't think it was anything special. And it was these big old statues, like a like a wall of pictures and words. And I don't know, said something about wishing star. And we all were talking about what we'd be doing during the wishing star. And Maybe really like excited. The city. Maybe I don't know. Let's go. Okay, let's, yeah, let's, we're let's, gonna, let's we're go there. We'll be back. Um, I just camp up here for a little bit. Sure thing. What we've been doing for the um, days. I'm thinking let's make a uh, probably a either a pulley system or I'm thinking they've already a, got a pulley system. Got them. Oh, I was got thinking of and he holds out a net that has been emptied of treasure. Come on in. Trust me, it's one of the funnest right. things we've invented for a while. Okay. You fly down into this net as it hits the ground. You see some pirates who are like pretending they're about to hit you, and they go. Oh! <laughs> and then you just swing down to the bottom. As you get out, you guys make your way. Roller coaster. Um, yeah. You uh, you see, uh, Brown Tooth, who has been like making sure that everything is ship shape on all the the ropes and making sure that everything's all good. And then you see ten kobolds that are like all around him, a couple around his shoulders, and he's teaching some of them how to tie knots. He's like, "Oh, hey, Captain, how you doing?" I look at the kobolds and like. The crew members, eh? Well, family! Need something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's Thornton? Like, did you come Oh, hi, Captain. By the way, I had, like, hands around my neck. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, it was... I, you, sh- you should have been there. You probably should. shouldn't have. I mean, you, you would have been a lot cooler than we were, being that you're level 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the self-awareness is great. Is uh yeah, I can see with you guys. I think we're all uh, there. Mm-hmm. I want to walk over to you and uh, I want to bring out the Anamantine case and say like my my greed can get the best of me sometimes. And again, I don't mean to insult your intelligence. I am completely honest with you. I'm just worried that something might be able to control I agree. If you want to have it, no. you can okay. keep it. You mean mm-hmm. his minus 1 intelligence? Minus 2. Minus 2. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was that two character arcs in one episode? What just happened? That was beautiful. <laughs> we're fighting. We're fighting. Bro. Bro. Loved that. That was gorgeous. <laughs> well, I'm not happy about it. I'm dumb. And I didn't like being called that out loud. That's why I stormed off. I was going to find something to throw the hammer at, but we were inside. <laughs> so That's why you asked where we were. It's all right. Just try and keep the little comments to yourself. I get it. My mind isn't the strongest, but... No, that... Again, that comment was not insulting. I was completely honest with you. I was just worried. You're right to be. I've lost control before. And it's scary. And I'm tired of it. Understand. And I don't want to lose control with that on me. Keep it safe. Should we put it in the bag of holding? Because that's how you have to think of the object. Absolutely. That seems like the best. Because who's going to think of, oh, I had a in case? Uh, Sheik... Do you want the bag? Yeah. Sheik is the bag holder. Yeah, uh, so I give you the Anamantine case. Rizbul, I have a question. Yes. Should I put the amulet on the bag? Not... Mm. I mean, considering the bag isn't a person, I don't know how that's going to happen. 
he can't see the amulet, right? Yeah, and he can't see what it's protecting either. I have a quick question. Why doesn't why doesn't Nimdiok just hold the bag and wear the amulet? It would be on your person. That would count. Although maybe uh, sightseeing is weird. It it could be that they just see a different person holding the bag. Right. Well, he couldn't see you at all. Sure. I have a question. How does that amulet work? Is it in a radius? They don't see mm-hmm. us. So because you it locked, just block. Yeah. It just blocks the entire dimension. Or the no, entire just, plane. You, just him. Just so whatever you, it's protecting. You left. It wouldn't. It wouldn't block like everyone. Just so me. They can still they, see all of us. They st- okay. They still see all us or see us. His lackeys can, but the uncomfortable witness himself. Cannot make he cannot fashion one of his gemstone eyes anywhere near the amulet. But so he left us, and that could have been that could have been a moment. Yes. But so then they could have seen you. Seen the they could have seen me. Yeah. On the other yeah, hand, actually. like he doesn't know when you guys separate. He has to like guess, yeah. and who knows when he's doing that. Right. Constantly try. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably busy. And he, it wouldn't have even done him any good to see you guys. Yeah. During that time, because you weren't doing anything that would have. You make your way down. You see. This pirate ship sitting down here, floating in, just this water. And as you look down, you do see this light below the water of this ship. Are there pirates on the ship? No. Are they anywhere around? Uh, no. The only thing you see is cracked eggs and dead kobolds. Did they tell us how to get down there? Yeah, yeah, the pirates told you. You're pirates. Oh, okay. Captain? Yes. Everybody hold on. <gasps> <laughs> Uh, no rolls required. You guys are epic and awesome, so you guys just, like, hold on with one arm, and you guys are going down really cool. Uh, you splash up, and Nimdiok, you're in the exact same room that you just got Rizbul from. Rizbul's like, oh, this has been a very eventful couple of hours. Yeah, here's the pirate ship. <laughs> yeah. So are we in the Shadowfell? You know what? I think this might be the bridge. Well, this is a Shadowfell bridge. What's his name? Uh, Theodosin combined the real world with the shadow fell yes somehow we just made that transfer it could be but this isn't combined it's more like the Feywild crossing it's kind of a shadow fell crossing but you might be onto something i don't know all i know is that this is not a combined area this is we're actively in the Feywild. Or, sorry <laughs> that'd be great we're actively in the shadow fell 100 so perhaps that is simply a Portal doorway. I pulled Duskbringer off and I have it in my hand when he uh, says that we're in the Shadowfell. And I just sort of jump off the ship onto the, the ground below. Okay, you're standing there. Ahead you see um, dust, some coins are left over, and very scant amount of coins, yeah. and uh, the two big uh, pillars. Instantly when I come to this, you see the same things. Um, this image of the incomparable witness, one large gemstone surrounded by tiny of tiny gemstones. You see an image that is probably Theodosin holding up three books. And over but the it's entire... not clear, is it? It's not clear, but it's a wizard. Yeah. And above this is the wishing star coursing through the sky. Um, it almost looks like the incomparable witness is coming out of this like cloud or tear in the sky. Um, and then the next statue shows the incomparable witness capturing, killing, subduing all of the Diether, the most powerful creatures in existence. So, OOC, if I understand this correctly, this guy, Barambar, was an incredibly powerful prophet at one point, and imbued stone with the ability to see the future. That's what the idol of Barambar was. I will say, 
one of the diether images you see has two sets of eyes. Two sets of eyes. The same thing the idol of Barambar had. Yeah, like him. So Barambar was a diether, an incredibly powerful being, like the duck. So he's out there somewhere. I'll let you make your assumptions. I just don't. You don't I don't have. So it's not that he was. It's that he is. And this was a room created by him. I'm just talking out of character. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to understand this. Yeah. And so I don't have an immense amount of answers, but I can just say no, I can nod I, my I, head I'm for just, when you I'm make assumptions. Sort of spew my words out for mm -hmm. myself and the audience, and I guess everyone at the table. And this is from like a vision that he had of some sort. I mean, certainly in 36 or 38. No, years I think it was way further back that he had this vision. Well, of course, but in our time, no, 36 no, years no. from now. This is for what us. this is what the picture is that we're yes. seeing. Is when the is, is 36 years gonna, from now is what's gonna happen. But he saw this. A long time ago, I imagine. I have to. Right, yeah. No, I was saying yeah. he's seeing what's going to happen in 36 years. Yeah. And that the diether would die out. Does it seem like those two images are connected? That Theodosian would be the cause of that? Or that they are two separate prophecies? Hard to tell. They're on two different stones. You can't really... There's nothing that doesn't connect them, but there's nothing that connects them. But the third prophecy, which... What Risbol mentioned isn't there. Uh, there was a set of extra stones. The, the original, like it was kind of like, uh, um, what's that old the, the, the stand in real life? The like stone circle. Uh, oh, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. There was a version of that here that was only obelisks covered in art, um, and there was multiple in a circle. These are two of them, just plucked from that circle. Uh -huh. They were stolen. Oh, so they don't even belong here. No, these belong in the desert where this kind of stone comes from. Out with Karmatesh. So should we take Maybe them? Maybe we should take them and bring them with to this desert. Yeah. Are I they, don't know if that would help them. Are the I stones magical? Not. It might help complete the story for us. Do you want to check? Right. I don't have to check. At that. the very okay. least, we should take rubbings. No, I think we should take the whole thing. Well, yeah, but we should have two copies of the information. The stone itself. Because last time we had one of these stones, it got blown up. <laughs> right, which we don't have anything of that one. No. So we couldn't complete the circle. No, that was the idol of Barambar. It was different. It wasn't one Feywild. of these prophecy statues. It was a different thing. That might be the Feywild entrance. Maybe. There's I multiple mean, in the world. Far, far, I have a few ideas away. for different ones in the world, and you guys just have to find your way to one. All you need is one. Also, all we need is a tree, and we can walk through it now. Yeah, because Sheik has transport via plants. Yeah, I think we I need feel to take like these. That, I, I feel like that would be one. that I've touched before. Do you have to touch it? I, yeah, I have to have touched. The I thought you before. have to have just been aware of it. No. no, seen or touched the destination plant at yeah, least seen. once before. Okay, but still. So you could you could scry on an area, look at a tree, and then we can go through it. Do I have? Scry? I don't. I don't know if you do. Maybe it's something. Is this a round world? Yes, it oh, is yeah, a round definitely. world. Could we go from one? Like, is there a lot more off of these sides? That we can't yes, see. there's a lot more. This is one of the bigger continents. Um, well, this is this the map that you're specifically looking at is a zoom in, but Delmarev in total is uh, similar in size to America. Okay, so big, very. Yeah, this big. is very big in comparison to um, like Dralia is the size of Tennessee. <laughs> you know, it's like it's one state mm -hmm. or something. Um, I I'm with Dipple. I think that we need to take these. And Chica would love to help you take some rubbings of these if you have parchment on you. I don't know that that'll help us. Two copies. If, what's the problem? I don't no, think I we mean... have paper big enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're huge obelisks. That's a fair point. I don't know. It's just take a feeling a I'm having. Ah, oh, I could take <gasps> a picture. 
You can take a picture. Genius. Why don't you take a picture of both? <laughs> you should be on top of this more than she is, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that. Well, you're That's not so used good. to having it. No, you're no, not. No, I'm you're not. not. I need uh, to write it, like, in my inventory, like, my... I was gonna say, inventory. take a yeah, why don't picture, you? and then I was like, yeah. we could take a real picture. <laughs> yeah. That happens. Straight up. Great. You can you take can a picture of both of them. Everybody yeah, gets a copy. kind of dark. Well, as many shots but, you take. Uh, I'm only gonna take one of each obelisk. Can't you get both in one shot, probably? Um... It'd probably be a little I'm more detailed and easier to read if yep. we had one. I think you should take one of each and then one of them together. Um, I'll start work on limited... tying ropes around them. Yeah, I, All right. one glowy shroomy creates one photo. How many do you have? Twelve left. I love that what you do to us is that you make this super serious world and then you populate it with glowy shroomies. And like, the what was the, what did you name the city in the fire plane? It was, it was... Knackhole Shihapa. And like, there's, a just, there's a place Spork. called yeah. Spork on here. Yeah. yeah. We need, yeah. <laughs> and Dundee. I will start wrapping <laughs> ropes around the statue and get it prepared. Oh, I'll even start like moving it if I can. A couple hours pass and the pirate crew is able to, with your guys' help especially, you guys are more capable than the pirate crew. I think some of you could straight up like lift these stones if not use spells to get it there. And uh, you're able to get these... They're big. I was going to say, how big are they compared to the idol? Bigger than the idol? Um, I wasn't two able to of them could the fit like inside the hull of the boar's end, like if you pushed all the furniture out of the way. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to do it. Yeah. Browntooth, he does some work in literally pulling up boards from the top of the deck so that you guys can lower these in, mm-hmm. and then you rebuild the deck. This is the next day at this point. Everything is completed. And uh, Red Cheek walks up to you guys and says, Hey! I heard you got a map. Where to next? Our, our main goal, according to Rizbol, is to find an entrance to the Feywild. Yeah, if yeah we but go is that there, the entrance? Well, we think that that's an entrance? Yeah, if yeah. We complete the circle. But I don't know how this guy connects to the Feywild in any way. I think that we're just running on assumptions. The assumptions are better than nothing. Yeah. I mean, we could go wander in the forest if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was Sheik's we'll idea. For Forty years. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about contacting the duck people? They that were might... talking about unicorns, and Ooh. apparently, unicorns is the best way to get to the Feywild. I think that that is our first best route. Well, yeah, we can do that. I agree, but we have to somehow contact the duck and get this information without telling the duck that we are in contact with Rizbul. That's easy. Just, we just don't mention, that, mention yeah. him. Because explain yeah. we're saving the world. You can put the medallion on Rizbul and the duck won't be able to see him. It's also a good point. <laughs> but he's just a shadow. It'll fall through him, yeah. won't it? He could just hide. No, no, he's corporeal. He's a person. Oh, oh, he just oh, looks like a shadow. He's like... creepy. Oh, but can't he, like, become like a shadow on the ground? Yes. Shadowy. In previous, before the campaign, or before the podcast, he was able to physically just be flat, uh, uh, Peter Pan style. Peter Pan style. So, Rizbul. Yes. Do you not have one of these amulets? Oh, you really? I thought you were asking a question about him to me. <laughs> I do not know. We only had one. So why hasn't he come after you? I wasn't protected. I'm just a bit sneakier than my brother was. My brother needed something like that. Hmm. We were gifted that as us three brothers were. We used to be at party and we always walked together, but we had to split up in order to actually get things done quicker. On a, on a separate note, yes. the mysterious, he was definitely my mentor. Right. Can you teach me? Wow. Um, I mean, I can try. Let's see what you know. 
and I just snap my fingers and make like this little dark dragon fly around and then land on my shoulder. All right. You've definitely progressed past what he told me. I'll see what I can teach you, but I'm nothing like he was. I'm more of a push you off the ledge and see how you do flying kind of teacher, but okay, we'll see how it goes. He likes jumping off ledges. I look over to Sheik and just go, I guess the next step's up to you. Quack away. Uh, okay. So we all agree that we should go. Wait, Rizbul, you hide. He goes downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> take, take this, and I hand him that amulet. He just holds his hand out the door. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Put that on. Puts it on. All right. He's uh, Hopefully hidden. He doesn't disappear from us. Okay. So how <laughs> so far we'll did we go from the city? Because don't we have to go back to that city to go to that sanction of the duck? No. Because there are sanction of the duck entrances all over. All over. But and do pretty I much know where they are? Uh, I will say that if it's a city, which on this map is a dot with a square around it, there's one there. Well, we know where the one outside of... Where we are right now is. Right, but you're saying you would have to come all the way back here. I'm saying you don't have to come all the way back but here. But how far did we go? How far out from the city? Oh, right now you're still right next to it on this map. This map is showing, I mean, if you can see the miles, it's 100 yeah. miles to the next That's location. So you're still right next to it. But do you need to go to the sanction? That's we no, have to contact we don't have to member. immediately. You don't have to go to the sanction at all. Start you, on you've, got, you've got a connection. Though. You've got the little stone. Oh. And you can just try to reach out to the deck. But I thought that was just a good luck thing, not like a... It does that as well. They, but you yeah. saw Marcy, uh, the person who introduced Speaking you. Speaking to it. She was able to open it up, and you got to, you guys got to see the duck. Yeah, she had like a whole creep, dang yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And the duck, at that point, released Unlock of the Duck on YouTube. What am I asking? Let's narrow this We down. need an entrance. How do we get to, to the, the Feywild? Okay. Okay, I'll try it. I'll mess around with it. Perfect. Do what she did. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. You hold it up. You're just like, okay, maybe this works the same as my meteorite. And you just hold it out. What do you say? Come on, little ducky. <laughs> and uh, it takes a moment. I think really hard. And uh, a normal duck flies up to the ship and lands down. <laughs> he flaps his feathers a little bit. Quack, 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 quack. And he flies away. <laughs> and you see the clouds in the sky. Swirl into a storm. It opens up. Simba. And you see, <laughs> <laughs> what? You see, uh, you see, you see, only you see this, by the way. Nobody else actually sees this. Um, you see the duck of the forest staring down at you. He says, <laughs> Simba. <laughs> he says, Sheik. What's going on? It's quack lacking. It's quack lacking. <laughs> Can you give him inspiration for that? <laughs> that was great. Sure, go for it. Here you go. Catch Andrew. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> um, we need to find an entrance into the Feywild so we can save the continent of Dralia? The world? Dralia. Can we hear her saying this? Oh, she's quacking. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> you translate for everybody. Crossings to the Feywild have been disappearing in the past few years. I actually need to update you. All of our people are searching for the unicorns. But we discovered that they are not going into hibernating. They're giving birth. Apparently, that happens. Again, we thought they were magical and just kind of existed. But I think that this is a passing from one entire reign of unicorns to the next. But they can't get back to the Feywild. 
They normally go there. Apparently they don't have the strength to get back or to find the access. I don't have any access points to the Feywild that I can give you, child. But, I trust that you can do this. If you can find any creature that came from the Feywild, they might know where, but they might not have the strength to get there. Unicorn or not, there are many creatures that came from the Fey. If you find any of them, they might know how to get there. Do you have, like, a list? <laughs> <laughs> Specific locations? Unicorn, Pegasus... Uh, let's see. I might know... Mm. Yes. Thinking about my duck self. Anything that might be at a circus? Why does your friend mention us? <laughs> we, we have a close friend who ran away to the circus. It's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> ran away. I can't... I might have something for you. Whenever you can get back to a base, all the recent local bases lead to the same central one. Talk to Marcy. I'm gonna give her what I can. She'll help you find a way. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna go. I'm going. I'm, I'm playing like, you know, g- ghost poker or something. <laughs> well, Bye. Have fun. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> it's actually more important than it sounds. I know it doesn't sound very important. I I trust your judgment. Thank you. All right, Yahtzee, guys. guys. <laughs> and uh, he's out. And uh, <laughs> at this point. You can head right back to that cave entrance. I know that this is so, like, there's a million things to do here. But this episode was a lot of information collecting. Yeah. You'll actually have a lot to jump off with next episode. So let's say for now that you guys can head over to the place of a um, sanctuary of the duck. Yes. And we will call that for today. Okay. Ducks. Ducks. Quack.